0: to move forth with grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's word and to open your heart to his lessons today, so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by NeverBands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection, no matter what situation you find yourself in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.moveforth.com. forthcom I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It's a New American Standard Bible, and it includes historical documents from the Founders era, it's truly a treasure for your home and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also doing the 5-day Bible reading plan and you can download and print a copy to follow along at www5 reading.com. Please continue to share this. If you are listening, if you appreciate this podcast, please continue to share it with people in your life and Please tell them and encourage them that they do not have to wait until January 1st to start this process, that they can start any time and they can join in right here at this episode or they can go to day one and let today be their first day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, just please keep encouraging and sharing. And I greatly appreciate you doing that. So thank you so much. I'm just so glad you're here. I've actually never read the entire Bible and I haven't done it on a podcast. So I'm um, going to be mistakes, going to be all those things all the human aspects, and I just appreciate you being here and you continuing to do this together. Please consider joining the Move Forth with Grace group on the website, just a place for us to form a community. That is all that is for. So today is day 99, and we're going to be doing today, we're going to be reading Second Samuel 9 and 10, 1 Chronicles 18 and 19, Psalm 89 and Acts 26. 2 Samuel chapter 9, David's kindness to Mephibosheth. Sorry, let me try that one more time. Mephibosheth. Then David said, Is there yet anyone left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of the house of Saul, whose name was Ziba, and they called him to David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba? And he said, I am your servant. The king said, Is there not yet anyone of the house of Saul, to whom I may show the kindness of God. And Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is crippled in both feet. So the king said to him, Where is he? And Ziba said to the king, Behold, he is in the house of Makir, the son of Emil, in Lodebar. Then king David sent and brought him from the house of Makir, the son of Emil, from Lodebar. Mephibosheth The son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and prostrated himself. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he said, Here is your servant. David said to him, Do not fear, for I will surely show kindness to you for the sake of your father Jonathan, and will restore to to you all the land of your, your grandfather Saul, and you shall eat at my table regularly. Again, he prostrated himself and said, What is your servant that you should regard a dead dog like me? Then the king called Saul's servant, Ziba, and said to him, All that belonged to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's grandson. You and your sons and your servants shall cultivate the land for him, and you shall bring in the produce so that your master's grandson may have food. Nevertheless, Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, shall eat at my table regularly. Now Ziba and fifteen sons and twenty servants Then Ziba said to the king, According to all that my lord the king commands his servant, so your servant will do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table as one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all who lived in the house of Ziba were servants to Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, for he ate at the king's table regularly. Now he was lame in both feet. Ammon and Aram defeated. Chapter 10 now it happened afterwards that the king of the Ammonites died and Hamnon, his son, became king in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Hanun, the son of Nahash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent some of his servants to console him concerning his father. But when David's servants came to the land of the Ammonites, the princes of the Ammonites said to Hanan their lord, do you think that David is honoring your father because he has sent consolers to you has David not sent his servants to you in order to search the city to spy it out and overthrow it so Hanun took David's servants and shaved off half of their beards and cut off their garments in the middle as far as their hips and sent them away when they told it to David he sent to meet them for the men were greatly humiliated and the king said stay at Jericho until your beards grow and then return now when the sons of Ammon Saw that they had become odious to David, the sons of Ammon sent and hired the Arameans of Bethrehob and the Arameans of Zoba, twenty thousand foot soldiers, and the king of Makah, with one thousand men, and the men of Tob with twelve thousand men. When David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army, the mighty men. The sons of Ammon came out and drew up in battle array at the entrance of the city, while the Arameans. Ar- Ar- of Zobah and Rahab, and the men of Tob and Makkah were by themselves in the field. Now then, Joab saw that the battle was set against him in front of and in the rear. He selected from all the circle of men of Israel and arrayed them against the Arameans. But the reminder of the people he placed in the hand of Abishai, his brother, and he arrayed them against the sons of Ammon. He said, if the Arameans are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the sons of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will come to help you. Be strong, and let us show ourselves courageous for the sake of our people and for the cities of our God, and may the Lord do what is good in his sight. So Joab and the people who were with him drew near to the battle against the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the sons of Ammon saw that the Arameans fled, they also fled before Abishai and entered the city. Then Joab returned from fighting against the sons of Ammon and came to Jerusalem. When the Arameans saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they gathered themselves together. And Hedadezer sent and brought out the Arameans who were beyond the river, and they came to Halam and Shobak, the commander of the army of Hededezer, led them. Now when it was told David, he gathered all Israel together and crossed the Jordan and came to Halam. And all the Arameans arrayed themselves to meet David and fought against him. But the Arameans fled before Israel, and David killed 700 charioteers of the Arameans and 40,000 horsemen, and struck down Shobach, the commander of their army, and he died there. When all the king's servants of Hadadezer saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and served them. So the Arameans feared to help the sons of Ammon any more." First Chronicles chapter 18, David's kingdom strengthened. Now, after that, after this, it came about that David defeated the Philistines and subdued them and took Gath and its towns from the hand of the Philistines. He defeated Moab and the Moabites, became servants to David, bringing tribute. David also defeated Hedadezer, king of Zobah, as far as Hamath, as he went to establish his rule to the Euphrates River. David took from him 1,000 chariots and 7,000 horsemen and 20,000 foot soldiers, and David hamstrung all the chariot horses, but reserved enough of them for 100 chariots. When the Arameans of Damascus came to help Hededezer, king of Zobah, David killed 22,000 men of the Arameans. Then David put garrisons among the Arameans of Damascus, and the Arameans became servants to David, bringing tribute. And the Lord helped David wherever he went. David took the shields of gold which, he, which were carried by the servants of Hededezer and brought them to Jerusalem. Also from Tibhath and from Cun, cities of Hededezer, David took a very large amount of bronze with which Solomon made the bronze sea and the pillars and the bronze utensils. Now, when Tau, the king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated all the army of Hededezer, king of Zobah, he sent Hadoram his son to King David, to greet him and to bless him, because he had fought against Hadadezer and had defeated him, for Hadadezer had been at war with Tao. And Hadarum brought all kinds of articles of gold and silver and bronze. King David also dedicated those to the Lord with the silver and the gold, which he had carried away from all the nations, from Edom, Moab, the sons of Ammon, the Philistines, and from Amalek. Moreover, Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, defeated 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. Then he put garrisons in Edom, and all the Edomites became servants to David. And the Lord helped David wherever he went. So David reigned over all Israel, and he administered justice and righteousness for all his people. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the army, and Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilud, was recorder. And Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and... Abimelech, the son of Abiathar, were priests, and Shavasha was secretary, and Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over the Cherethites, and the Pelethites, and the sons of David were chiefs at the king's side. David's Messengers Abused, Chapter 19. Now it came about after this that Nahash, the king of the sons of Ammon, died, and his son became king in his place. Then David said, "'I will show kindness to Hanun, the son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me.' So David sent messengers to console him concerning his father, and David's servants came into the land of the sons of Ammon to Hanun to console him. But the princes of the sons of Ammon said to Hanun, "'Do you think that David is honoring your father and that he has sent comforters to you? Have not his servants come to you to search and to overthrow and to spy out the land?' So Hanun took David's servants and shaved them and cut off their garments in the middle as far as their hips and sent them away. Then certain persons went out and told David about the men, and he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly humiliated, and the king said, Stay at Jericho until your beards grow, and then return. When the sons of Ammon saw that they had made themselves odious to David, Hanun and the sons of Ammon sent one thousand talents of silver to hire for themselves chariots and horsemen from Mesopotamia, from Aramaka, and from Zobah. So they hired for themselves 32,000 chariots, and the king of Makkah and his people, who came and camped before Medeba, and the sons of Ammon gathered together from their cities and came to battle. When David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army, the mighty men. The sons of Ammon came out and drew up in battle array at the entrance of the city, and the kings who had come were by themselves in the field. Ammon and Aram defeated. Now when Joab saw that the battle was set against him in front front and in the rear, he selected from all the choice men of Israel, and they arrayed themselves against the Arameans. But the remainder of the people he placed in the hand of Abshai, his brother, and they arrayed themselves against the sons of Ammon. He said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the sons of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will help you. Be strong and let us show ourselves courageous for the sake of our people and for the cities of our God, and may the Lord do what is good in his sight. So Joab and the people who were with him drew near to the battle against the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the sons of Ammon saw that the Arameans fled, they also fled before Abshai, his brother, and entered the city. Then Joab came to Jerusalem. When the Arameans saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they sent messengers and brought out the Arameans who were beyond the river with Shopak, the commander of the army of Hadadezer, leading them. When it was told David, he gathered all Israel together and crossed the Jordan and came upon them and drew up in formation against them. And when David drew up an army array against the Arameans, they fought against him. The Arameans fled before Israel, and David killed of the Arameans 7,000 charioteers and 40,000 foot soldiers, and put to death Shopak, the commander of the army. So when the servants of Hededezer saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with David and served him. Thus, the Arameans were not willing to help the sons of Ammon anymore. Psalm 89, the Lord's covenant with David in Israel's afflictions. Amaskeel of Ethan, the Ezrahite. I will sing of the loving kindness of the Lord forever. To all generations I will make known your faithfulness with my mouth. For I have said, loving kindness will be built up forever. In the heavens you will establish your faithfulness. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your seed forever and build up your throne to all generations the heavens will praise your wonders o lord your faithfulness also in the assembly of the holy ones for who in the skies is com- comparable to the lord who among the sons of the mighty is like the lord a god greatly feared in the council of the holy ones and awesome above all those who are around him o lord god of hosts who is like you o mighty lord your faithfulness also surrounds you your rule the swelling of the you rule the swelling of the sea When its waves rise, you still them. You, yourself, crushed Rahab like one who is slain. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and and all it contains, you have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hermon shout for joy at your name. You have a strong arm. Your hand is mighty. Your right hand is exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Loving kindness and truth go before you. How blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. O Lord, they walk in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all the day, and by your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord, and our King to the Holy One of Israel. Once you spoke in vision to your godly ones, and said, I, might, I have given help to one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil I have anointed him. With whom my hand will be established, my arm also will strengthen him. The enemy will not deceive him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. But I shall crush his adversaries before him and strike those who hate him. My faithfulness and my loving kindness will be with him. And in my name his horn will be exalted. I shall also set his hand on the sea and his right hand on the rivers. He will cry to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. I also shall make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. My loving kindness I will keep for him forever, and my covenant shall be confirmed to him. So I will establish his des- descendants forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. Is- if his sons forsake my law and do not walk in my judgments... If they violate my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will punish their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. But I will not break off my lovingkindness from him, nor deal falsely in my faithfulness. My covenant I will not violate, nor will I alter the utterance of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His descendants shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established forever like the moon. And the witness in the sky is faithful. But you have cast off and rejected. You have been full of wrath against your anointed. You have spurned the, co- the covenant of your servant. You have profaned his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls. You have brought his strongholds to ruin. All who pass along the way plunder him. He has become a reproach to his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his adversaries. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You also turn back the edge of his sword and have not made him stand in battle. You have made his splendor to cease and cast his throne to the ground. You have shortened the days of his youth. You have covered him with shame. How long, O Lord? Will you hide yourself forever? Will will your wrath burn like fire? Remember what my span of life is. For what vanity you have created all the sons of men. What What man can live and not see death? Can he deliver his soul from the power of Sheol? Where are your former loving kindness, O Lord, which you swore to David in your faithfulness? Remember, O Lord, the reproach of your servants, how I bear in my bosom the reproach of all the many peoples, with which your enemies have reproached, O Lord, with which they have reproached the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Acts chapter 26, Paul's Defense Before Agrippa Agrippa said to Paul, You are permitted to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and proceeded to make his defense. In regard to all the things of which I am accused by the Jews, I consider myself fortunate, King Agrippa, that I am about to make my defense before you today, especially because you are an expert in all customs and questions among the Jews. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. So then, all Jews know my manner of life from my youth up, which from the beginning was spent among my own nation and at Jerusalem, since they have known about me for a long time, if they are willing to testify that I lived as a Pharisee according to the strictest sect of our religion, and now I am standing trial for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers, the promise to which our twenty our twelve tribes hope to obtain attain. As they earnestly serve God night and day. And for this, hope, O king, I am being accused by Jews. Why is it considered incredible among you people if God does raise the dead? So then, I thought to myself that I had to do many things hostile to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And this is just what I did in Jerusalem. Not only did I lock up many of the saints in prisons, having received authority from the chief priests, but also when they were being put to death, I cast my vote against them, and as I punished them, often in all the synagogues, I tried to force them to blaspheme, and being furiously enraged at them, I kept pursuing them, even to foreign cities. While so engaged as I was journeying to Damascus with the the authority and commission of the chief priests at midday, O King, I saw on the way a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining all around me, and those who were journeying with me And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew dialect, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and stand on your feet. For this purpose, I have appeared to you to appoint you a minister and a witness, not only to the things which you have seen, but also to the things in which I will appear to you. Res- rescuing you from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you to open their eyes, so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God, and they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. So, King Agrippa, I did not prove disobedient to the heavenly vision, but kept declaring both to those of Damascus first and also at Jerusalem and then throughout all the region of Judea, and even to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds appropriate to repentance. For this reason, some Jews seized me in the temple and tried to put me to death. So having obtained help from God, I stand to this day testifying both to small and great, stating nothing but what the prophets and Moses said was going to take place, that the Christ was to suffer, and that by reason of his resurrection from the dead, he would be the first to proclaim light both to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. While Paul was saying this in his defense, Festus said in a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you mad. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I utter words of sober truth, for the king knows about the these matters, and I speak to him also with confidence, since I am persuaded that none of these things escape his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you do. Agrippa replied to Paul, In a short time you will persuade me to become a Christian. And Paul said, I would wish to God that whether in a short or long time, not only you, but also all who hear me this day, might become such as I am, except for these chains. The king stood up, and the governor, and Bernice, and those who were sitting with them, and when they had gone aside, they began talking to one another, saying, This man is not doing anything worthy of death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, This man might have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. And those are our readings for today. Let's just take a moment to reflect. Still learning about Paul and David. And a beautiful psalm today to reflect on. And we'll go ahead and end with our prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together in your word. Thank you for continuing to nourish us, to nourish our spirits, just like we nourish our bodies with food. It is so important and so necessary that we sit with you as often as we can, and we just come to you in such gratitude and awe. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Please continue to share this with people in your life. Thank you so much for doing that. It's wonderful to be able to do this all together. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.